And the Oscar goes to... And before I go, I just want to say it matters not what you've done, but what you do with what you've done for others. And I can't deny the fact that you like me right now. You like me. Parasite. Thank you. I, I will drink until next morning. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, your host for the evening. Welcome to the Entertainment Buffet Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jessica Quad. And I'm another one of your hosts, Brandon Prosick. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and on episode 72 of the podcast, we're going to be talking about all things award season. And don't worry, I'm not going to be doing my Michael Caine voice the entire time. Just, just a little at the beginning. Well, we we have to be a little classy. It is the award seasons, after all, Brandon. <laughs> okay. It lasted like a minute, but uh, a minute. Yeah. yeah, it's enough of that nonsense. Yes, <laughs> well, let's get over ourselves. It's just movies and TV shows. Come on, people. Well, <laughs> the award shows would say differently. So here we are. The Oscars were just last week, which marks the official end of the award season. So let's just get into it. Let's start it off with the weird broadcast of the Academy Awards. <laughs> um, I watched all four hours of it. Woof. I went for four hours. Yeah. It was deranged. Anytime something's longer than the Lord of the Rings movie, it's a little bit much. It's a little much. I mean, you really, really, really got to be gauging my attention. And even then, I'm going to space out a lot. <laughs> Which happened. It really did happen with this. I was a lot of just spacing out and being like, oh, what are we doing? Okay. Um, I don't know. This was... I didn't watch the awards last season, so I didn't know what it was like to have no host. Um, I don't know what it was like last year, but I think for this year, it was super awkward and super weird. (laughs) Um, They did this new thing where, like, they brought out, like, the B-lists to announce the A-lists who would announce the winner for awards. So that was super awkward and really weird. Um, the opening was really strange because Janelle Monet came out and did like a song and dance uh, highlighting the movies of this season. But the movies they highlighted were movies that were not nominated, that people really wanted to be nominated. So that was super strange. <laughs> like... What? Like, Midsommar, um, The Queen and Slim, like, these movies that were like, eh, you're not good enough to get an award, but we'll do a little dance in costumes from you. Like, what? Excuse me? (laughs) What the hell? So that was very strange, and that was the start of the night. And then about three hours later, Eminem came out and did a... I don't know. Wrapped Lose Yourself from 8 Mile? And... (laughs) Uh, what? Like, eh? and then everything though I think was overshadowed and forgivable when Parasite won. That that kind of made it feel like okay, this is fine. Parasite's winning, but other than that, it was fucking bizarre. Yeah, I will admit I did not 
watch any of the broadcasts this year. I saw clips online. Uh, yeah, I saw some of the highlights. I was out to eat when the Oscars are happening, and I remember just seeing random things, like you said, like I think the opening performance, and then at some point, uh, you know, the Eminem thing, and I'm just like, uh, what? I don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm just like, I'm very. I think like the older we've gotten, the more we've kind of seen how many problems can be with award seasons, whether it's films we don't like, things not being as diverse, and just so many controversies uh, that it just... I mean, one thing, one one of the original episode, the original episode of the Entertainment Buffet podcast was Kelly and I talking about the Oscar controversy when Oscar So White started, you know, and... Mm -hmm. Um, I just think that the more internet's around where we can learn about how the process of these things go, we're just like, this seems a little dumb and like yeah. a little over the top and like not as prestigious as I thought. Um, one thing on kind of the Oscars, I was curious, Jess, did you read that Hollywood Reporter article with one of this older woman who is a voter in the Academy? Have you heard about this article? Um, I've read a couple things about, like, anonymous voters coming out and being like, I didn't see this because of that. But, like, I don't know if I've read the specific one you're referring to. So, one thing I'll say, just to, like, give people, shed a light on the type of people that get votes for these awards. I didn't even see Parasite, but I was so happy that it won because, you know, I've only heard good things about that film. So, like, this was one of the first years I felt like everyone was like, yes, this film should win. And then it did. Um, so, like, little things that this woman said blatantly, uh, they don't know for sure who it is yet, or, well, a lot of us don't know she was anonymous. She said things like, when they were talking about the best, she went through every category. That's what Crazy Buzz learned. Every category, her opinion on each film and what she voted for. She literally said, I don't think Parasite should be nominated for Best Picture, um, with the regular ones. <laughs> because regular being oh. ones that were made, the, the American ones. Yeah. <laughs> and she oh she also God. said blatant things like, I don't think that the woman who played Harriet Tubman should be nominated because she was British and wasn't played by an American. She... Oh, okay. Yeah, she, she literally <laughs> said tons of these things. And then, but then, oh my God, this article, she was just, could not say enough nice things about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. She's like, that's an American film. And I was, Weird. she was like, and I was around in the 60s. And I think Quentin really captured it. And I was just like, oh my God. You know, like, it just... That's weird. <laughs> yeah, the whole article, like, just, sh- it, it it's like, I, I want to show anyone who doesn't know much about the Oscars, it's like, this is how it's not prestigious, because people like this get votes. And she literally said about, like, Charlize Theron's performance, she's like, well, Charlize was playing this woman, who I found that woman irritating, so I found Charlize irritating. It's like, wait, so she did the role? Right, so she played the person so she shouldn't that made get an award. a certain way. <laughs> Right. It's like, you're so right that, like, they're, the people that are voting are so out of touch with reality and so out of touch with, like, what audiences at large are actually saying and feeling, not taking any of that into account. It's, like, very personal bias. And 
same with just the award season in general. Our, like you said, our generation is really realizing that, like, okay, this is bullshit. Like, this is such bullshit. Back in the day, these awards were like a litmus test for, like, what was groundbreaking cinema. Almost like a time capsule of, like, this was the movie of the yeah. year. And now it's just, like, which studio has the most money to throw the biggest party to invite all the, you know, voters. And it's just, it's so political. And it's yeah. it's just not any, it doesn't really mean much anymore. One of the other things she said, like, for example, like I said, I'm going to send you this article, um, and, like, maybe I'll even try to put it, in one of the posts when we share this episode or maybe in the episode information. But there was a part where she was talking about, like, the she goes through every category, the actor nominees. And she says, like, well, for this one, you know, Leo already has an award. So I was thinking, you know, and so she, yeah. th- that was actually, and the reason why she wanted Brad Pitt to win, because she's like, oh, and Brad doesn't have one yet. And it's just like, that's... Not a reason to give someone the award. It says right. best. That should be the right. if whether that's someone who's done it like three times before or someone who's never been heard of before, that's who should get the award because it's supposed to be best. Not like, well, I like Brad Pitt and he doesn't have one yet. <laughs> it's just like right. And then she also said, and in Little Women, I didn't like that they cast four British actresses. And then in parentheses, the writer had to put. Even though two are British, one's Irish American, and the other one's Australian, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus, like, it's yeah. just like petty racism. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I mean, yeah, I think the on to on the Brad Pitt thing of it all. I think that him and Laura Dern's win were not for those performances. I think they were for the entire longevity of their career. Yep, because. Laura Dern, we all fucking love her. She can do no wrong. We get it. Was Marriage Story really, like, the best performance she's ever given us? Mm, no. But that's what she got the award for because she never had one. So, oh, we got to give it to... We got to give it to Laura Dern. She's Laura Dern. And Brad Pitt is, to me, an anomaly. I do not understand <laughs> at all, like, how this performance was even nominated, let alone sweeping the award season... Because to me... Because look like, at him. Because he's beautiful. Look at him. <laughs> look, he gets the award look for best Look at him. <laughs> not I to mean, say look, he has yeah, no Brad's, talent. Brad's hot. He's charming. Yeah, I'm not saying he's, like, talentless. Like, I've seen Benjamin Buttons. Hello. But, like, this one specifically, the role was, like, a uh, buddy sidekick who maybe murdered his wife and... That's sort of all there was to it. There wasn't much of a reach for him. Like, really. It just seemed like the the character and the performance alone did not warrant any sort of award. Yep. He was just kind of hanging out. Yeah, like, he's done better performances in weird. other films. <laughs> for sure. Like, this wasn't it. And I, and I, I don't know. I think, like, I was watching the award with my friend, and as soon as they, like, gave him the award, I just looked at her and I was like, that was bought. Like, that was bought. The studio gave money, like they to like campaign hard for him and like art. Like it's just, no, like it wasn't based on merits. I'm sorry, yeah. um, and that's really frustrating to see that because like yeah, it's not that like Brad Pitt couldn't ever get an Oscar. It's just like this year for that performance, eh, like no, yeah. like when you have such a big talent pool to choose from, it's really frustrating to see the same people kind of get wins when it's like this what this 
this one? Like, for that? I don't so know. So that's one thing I want to say, too. What, a brief thing you just mentioned. So often, the reason why I get a little annoyed during award season is because it's often the same things winning constantly. Like, say, okay, you know, Brad Pitt, like you said, gets Best Supporting Actor. How many award shows did he win that? You know, and it just felt like, why are we having so many different award shows? Because, sure, some do TV, some do TV and movies, some do just movies, and some do indie, whatever. Like, I get it, but also, why why is this person just always winning across the board, or why is this movie always winning across the board? It just feels very, like, okay, once you've seen one, you've seen them all. Um, there have been some times where... Golden Globes, the best picture is different than the Academy Award best picture, which is a nice mix-up. Or, like, there were many years where if best director went to this person, that means that one best picture. But now that's been changing. It's like it's not always both. But, yeah, it just feels like, oh, so if this person get like, okay, Joaquin Phoenix won at this one, he's going to win at all of them. <laughs> it's just Yeah, and the I same. think that, like... T- that takes a lot of, like, excitement out of the Oscars or out of watching awards because you can go in and you kind of know who's going to win. Like, at the Oscars, we all knew Laura Dern, Brad Pitt, Joaquin Phoenix, and Renee Zellweger were going to win because that's what they'd been winning, and it's just kind of obvious, and they're, like, well-liked, you know, A-listers. Mm. It was super easy to predict, and it was it really took the fun out of watching it because it's, like... Yeah, okay, well, I saw that coming, and it's not, like, anything fresh or exciting or someone to root for or something different, and it's like, no, we don't have to be giving awards out to different people just for the sake of giving it out to different people, but you can't tell me, like, there's only five actors in Hollywood that deserve it. It's just like, let's open it up, let's be a little more willing. And honestly, like, I don't know how award shows can fix it, because it's all mess without just wiping everyone out firing everyone and starting fresh because that's what's needed i think these award shows are so out of touch with like what audiences are actually responding to that it just does it seems so detached um and i think by and large a lot of people are not seeing these movies even and I think it used to have this sort of mystique of like, oh, well, you didn't see a prestige movie then. But now it's just like, okay, well, Ford versus Ferrari. <laughs> what? Like, <Yeah>. no, <laughs> no. When there's like the uncut gems and knives out of the world, like why, why are we dominating these weird movies that audiences didn't even see? Like, I don't know. I think public opinion should be taken into this more, especially if we are supposed to regard these awards as like, the, again, time capsule of what was the best that year. And it's no longer doing that, and I don't know if it has for a while. Yeah, well, I mean, we talked about it in our uh, episodes 70 and 71, the top tens of the tens. How many of our top tens were best picture winners? Like, I don't know if any technically were. Some maybe were nominated. But, like, it, it just... It goes back to the thing that we've talked about before on the podcast, but I'll bring it up in this one, that, like, I get it. Sometimes they nominate films no one has seen because it's like, oh, maybe that'll spark some people to go see it. But it just... 
how many of our Best Picture nominees do people completely forget? Like, I could ask you right now, do you remember what the 2011 Best Picture was? Um, um, was it King's Speech? That was 2010. Uh, it was The um, Artist. Oh, that, oh, yeah, super forgettable. <laughs> right? Like, so forgettable, yeah. and then, like, it, it just, not to say that all of them are forgettable, but it just feels so often, like, that they're like, well, this is the, this is a tour de force, and this is the best film, and not that, like, oh, it should only be most popular, because obviously then it's just going to be action movies or animated movies or whatever, but like you said, there should be a mixture of, like, hey, so what's best, what did people see, and hey, you know, big reason that movies are alive is because people are paying to see them, and <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. uh, like... I remember the whole Oscar controversy. I think we've talked about where they were gonna do like most popular film. Oh and yeah, and they're just like, I forgot about that. and then they're like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, no, 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 we're not doing. Yeah, this is weird. Nope, 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 no, nope, no, nope, no. Nope, nope. I mean, yeah, it's like they are. You can tell that they're like reaching for ways to connect with the public, like the most popular category, uh, Eminem, let's get Eminem, the youth like him, stuff like that, you know, and it's just like, you are missing the mark entirely, like, you are not even near the bullseye, like, you know, I think maybe one way would be if it's sort of like a, like a percentage of the popular, like, a percentage of the overall votes have something to do with, like, the general public actually being able to vote. Um, I, and I don't know, like, that sounds a little, like, you know, hokey and, like, America's Got Talenty or whatever those talent shows are where you call in and whatever, but, like, some way to, like, incorporate what people are actually saying and wanting, and I think why the Parasite win is very exciting and different is because that is a movie that you won't forget, like, this is a movie that you've seen and it impacts you and it is one of the best, if not the best, you will see all year. And this was the first time that I feel in a long time that the Oscars got it right with the best picture. That being said, a lot of the other wins, not so much, but, like, that's why it was exciting because this was, like, you know, like, get out if you, like, in 2018. Like, this is the movie you're going to remember. And that was it. Parasite was that. And that's super great. But moving forward, I don't know if that will have any sort of impact. I don't think people who are voting for award season, like, care. Yeah. But, like, that was, this was the first one where it's, like, this was the actual, like, time capsule best movie of the year. Yeah. I I do agree. I think they need to shake up the formula. I think, because we're, we're getting close to Oscars being around for 100 years, and I think they're too stuck in, like, oh, well, it's a tradition. It's like, well, I'm sorry, but times change, and we need to figure something out. And, like, maybe, like you said, some kind of blend of popular vote versus best. And, and like, honestly, maybe instead of, like, best picture nominees, like, do, like, a top ten. Like, uh, like there's a lot of newspaper and, and uh, well, not newspaper, but, like, news outlets or whatever uh, media outlets where people do, like, top ten maybe don't rank them like like we've done or things like that. Just say, like, hey, these are the ten films that we think best represent this year. Um, and those can be a blend of... Like the one year, a lot of people are like, does Black Panther really deserve... You know, it's like, well, you know, it, it may not be, like, the same type of film as, uh, you know, a Get Out or a... Uh, 
um, like Spotlight, you know, or like with ones like that. But out of the ten, you know, like it it, it was a good capsule of this year. Um, you know, I, I think too often that's why it was like one of the ones that we talked about. It was crazy that it actually got nominations. Was Mad Max Fury Road? That was a movie that like. It is wildly different than most Oscar nominees, but, like, it deserved it because of... It was, like... That was, like, a cinematic achievement with the amount of, like, real action that they did, the stunt work, the visuals, the art department, the music, the performances. It's, like, the cinematography. It's, like, that's what film should be. It, it's hitting all these things. It doesn't matter that it has, like, weird-looking characters and is action it doesn't mean that like green book is better than that because <laughs> <laughs> it ain't yeah because it it's like not that's not <laughs> you know it's i hate to say it but like that's why people go to see it and that's why you know like five so years later people are still like oh i love mad max because it's like it was a spectacle and a thing to see and not just mm-hmm. explosions for explosions like it was a well-told story um and just it's like that's what film's about is like juggling all these different things and so i think that they need to realize that like it's not just about the art pieces it's not just about indie uh or like films like joker where it's like yes killer performance you know some people didn't like the film itself uh but like other movies of different genres whether it's horror or action or comedy can have possibilities of being there because it shouldn't just be period pieces. It shouldn't just be biographical films. It shouldn't be the typical Oscar bait. Yes. And on that note, again, Parasite is very new and exciting as a win because I think it's one of the only movies in recent years that actually captures like the here and now and like what our life is like right now. It was, like, that and, like, Moonlight and maybe Spotlight that really have, like, captured what's going on in society, at, like, when the movie was released. Yeah. As opposed to, like, last year with, like, Green Book and then before that The Shape of Water. Like, these, like, pseudo-period pieces are the ones that keep winning. But, I mean, it's been done. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just interesting that, like, what we say is the best picture is very rarely actually, like, encapsulating what is happening right now. Um, and I think, like, going back to the woman who was interviewed, maybe because some of these voters are older and they're doing the whole, like, I grew up in that time and it took me back to my glory days. That should win. Yeah. Like, it might be that. And I think, honestly... We need to get new blood as voters. I think that there should be, like, a time limit. Honestly, like, why not? Like, I think you can be a part of the Academy, whatever. But, like, if you're a voting member, I think there should be, like, a term. Like, maybe even, like, ten years, something long. But enough to say, like, okay, you're not in touch with what's going on right now. So, I think your time is coming. Yeah. Bye. Like, you know, just, like, some sort of, like... And maybe even, like, make it like Congress, where, like, we vote on, like, who's representing this vote and who's going to be, you know, like, just, I think there definitely needs to be a way in which they incorporate the mass audiences watching movies in a way that makes sense and, like, actually is in touch with, like, prestigious movies of our time. Yeah. 
movies that we think, like, and, like, one of the things that she brought up that is uh, kind of depending, I don't know, some people have different opinions on it, but, like, she mentioned in the article, like, well, this one was good, but wasn't good the second time I watched it. This one was better the second time <laughs> I watched it. And I was like, not all films are meant to be watched over and over. Like, one film that was in my top ten of the tens, Prisoners by Denis Villeneuve. I've only seen that movie twice fully through because it is just so good and so, like, it, like to me... Uh, just like tense and like it's it makes me anxious but like because it's really pulling me into that situation and how I would feel uh during those like characters like what they're going through and I just think that like that doesn't mean that another movie that I love watching over and over is better than that (laughs) that Mm -hmm. right I don't know if just because that's very subjective it's very personal like what can you handle what what do you want to see more than once that doesn't mean it's good that means you just like it like that's it or you don't like it as much but that doesn't mean that's just personal preference that has nothing to do with objectively if it's good or bad yeah and i would just say too i feel like you know you can't make everyone happy of course and that's not like the point of awards is to make everyone happy but I felt like this year there was a huge disparity in what people felt like were snubbed and what was, like, honored. Usually, like, I feel like every word season there's a couple movies here and there where you're like, that one wasn't up, that's a bummer. This year it felt like so many movies that people were rooting for and, like, really disappointed that weren't nominated. Yep. Like, Uncut Gems, Hustlers, that's a personal preference, Hello, Hustlers. Is <laughs> um... You know, uh, Dolomite is my name, Mm. Queen and Slim, The Farewell. Like, there were so many movies that were just gypped or ignored, and that was a huge disparity. I felt like more people were much more disappointed than actually excited. And I just think this says something. And, like, that if it's... If you're more, if more people are disappointed by what you're doing than excited, like then that's an issue. And of course, your ratings are going to go down. And of course, people aren't watching these awards because they saw the list and they don't care. Yeah, and that's what's so hard is like, sure, like it's hard to have people watch all the movies. You know, <laughs> you can't sit and watch all the indie movies, all the major motion pictures because there's so many that come out every week. That like it, it is a very hard feat. But, like, I believe, like you said, like, maybe there could be something where, like, hey, we believe these ones should be nominated because of quality. These ones got voted on by the public. Like, maybe we can bring together a list that blends the ones that everyone's seen and the ones that people didn't have a chance to see because they had a lower budget. Um, And so there's something... Something can be done. Something needs to change. You know, it's... (laughs) I think there are so many things that too often people are like, well, it's a tradition and we should just keep it the same way. But like two things that like, just like the award season stuff, uh, you know, the old guard needs to let go. Um, I, you know, Vince McMahon has been running WWE since the eighties. We can't wait until he unfortunately has to pass away and someone else can take over. Uh, Lauren Michaels has to let SNL go and someone else can take the reins. You know, Mm -hmm. Oscars and whatnot, they just got to change it. Things, it's it's 2020 now. 
It's been almost 100 years. Let's try something new because, like, hey, we could always go back to a different way from before or blend old and new, like, something. We need this... We know too much now. We used to not know. It was just... I feel like years ago, people just watched, and they're like, well, that must be the best movie. <laughs> we, we know too much now. Like, I can, yeah. I can... I We can all look up on our phones right now in our pocket on how this all works. So... Yeah. And we just saw an example, like I said, in this article, it, it just, like... I knew that there were people like this, but she literally... Just the way she would say things, and she was just like, yeah, and, you know, uh, Pacino, you know, that's not how Jimmy Hoffa was, so blah, 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 blah. It's like, <laughs> it's a movie. <laughs> also, right. did you know Jimmy Hoffa? <laughs> like, maybe, because you're old, but, like, it just, that doesn't mean that the performance, not that I've seen The Irishman, but, and, I, I don't know, it just, to me, it, it also feels like any time, so, like, for example, people like, Scorsese, uh, uh, and uh, Wes or Paul W. Anderson, you know, or uh, Tarantino, you know, or Christopher Nolan. Like once some of these people are kind of nominated once or twice, then anytime they make a movie, oh, they just so happen to be nominated again. It's like, mm-hmm. mm. right, right. Like that's another thing too. There's this weird establishment where if you win an award, now your whole life you owe that to the award. So you will be nominated or you're going to be brought out like Brie Larson and shown on the red carpet like you're a dog doing tricks, being like, look, we got her. Hello, look at Rami Malek. Hello. It's just like this weird symbiotic relationship that the winners now have that we have to now witness. And it's like, all right, cool. Like, okay. (laughs) It's just, again, like Eminem, like you won an Oscar 17 years ago and now you have to be trotted out on stage. Like it's just, and like, yeah, the, the win, like people who make a movie, like certain directors, if they make it, they're like, Oh, it's like, hello, Tarantino. Yeah. You made a movie. You're going to be nominated for best writing. Like, uh, okay. I did not like once upon a time in Hollywood. (laughs) Gathered that by now. Um, but on a positive note, I would say for this next cycle of award season next year, one thing to pay attention to that is really cool is the Independent Spirit Awards because those seem to be actually on based on merits. They also draw a lot of attention to movies that don't have huge budgets, that are first-time filmmakers, that are diverse, that are new, that are fresh. Um, just some of the winners this last Independent Spirit Awards, and just so you know, it's usually the day before the Oscars, so it's around that time. Um, the winner the movies that were winners were The Lighthouse, The Farewell, Uncut Gems, Renee Zellweger for Judy, which I will say she does deserve, like, every award. I finally saw it. She's brilliant. Um, the Lighthouse, oh, I said that. See You Yesterday, Marriage Story... Uh, Give Me Liberty, Booksmart, and The Farewell won Best Picture. So this is, like, where you're going to find a little bit, like, obscure under-the-radar movies, but ones that, like, are actually appreciated for what they are, and not just because, like, the studio paid a ton of money to a voter or, like, gifted stuff to voters and, you know, schmoozed them a little bit. Like, this is actually based on, like, the quality of the film. Yeah, well, and one thing, too, that I've kind of... I I've may have brought this up in a previous episode if we ever talked about awards stuff, but, like, there are so many, I feel like, types of awards that I, I think they could just shake up 
what the awards are, whether it's adding or whatever. Like, can we talk about one award? And maybe I'm a little biased because I know a lot of people in this field. But why the hell is there not a single award in the like the Oscars or any of the big award ones for stunt work? Right. Like, I mean, that's insane. one thing that I think people forget and is people literally die doing stunts for action sequences in movies. Like, for example, someone who was a stunt woman on Deadpool 2 died. You know, like, there's been plenty of stunt people who have gotten big injuries or pass away in honor of making a movie, but there's nothing for best stunt work, best fight choreography, best, uh, I don't know, action sequence, whatever it may be. Something that honors these stunt performers and stunt groups I think that's insane, uh, but, like, like sure, and I'm not saying, like, take it away from, like, the art department or editing or sound. I'm not saying take away those, but it's it feels like that is a massive uh, group that is not being represented at all. And, like, sure, maybe it's because they look down upon a lot of action movies, but that doesn't mean that their hard work and literally putting their lives on the line should not be recognized and honestly, some people have gone on to do different things. Like the guy who directs the uh, John Wick movies and one of the guy who directs uh, like Deadpool 2 and uh, I think Atomic Blonde. Like those guys started as stunt coordinators for the Matrix movies and now they're directors. And so it's mm-hmm. like, should they not be acknowledged for stunt work and like having to train some actors how to do things? Uh, flipping cars, jumping off things, climbing things, uh, like I said, fighting each other. You know, just they do so much, and there's not a single, like, Academy Award or Golden Globe or Emmy for those categories, and that, I think, is one of the biggest just snubs in most, the the, the higher-up of awards. Yeah, because that is literally a category of people that are different from the rest of us. That is a job most of us could never even think of doing. So why not award that? That's incredible. And if the argument is like, well, people don't really care, it's like, okay, well, no offense to, like, sound engineers, but how many people really care about sound mixing? You know, how many people are like, yeah, Ford versus Ferrari won, yes! Like, no one. No one gives a shit. Like, and that's great, because they do deserve an award, they do deserve recognition, but so do some people. That stuff is fascinating. People are always interested in, like, what goes behind the scenes of a fight sequence. Like, yeah, you're totally right. They should be brought on stage. And there was a moment where Brad Pitt, in his acceptance speech, because he plays a stuntman in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, so he was like, and I just want to give a shout-out to all the stunt people out there. And, like, you know, everyone did, like, a little, like, clap, like, yay, stunt people. But it just felt so fucking condescending. Yeah. Like, it just felt like, and don't forget those stunt people over there. And everyone's like, oh, yes, thanks, peasants, for doing our work. It's just like, that's not enough. We need to, like, be bringing these people out and actually showing that they matter yep. but like yeah just and it, the awards are four hours long anyway so why not just throw an extra one in there yeah like hell they could honestly what they could do is just make the academy awards like two different nights like two different two hour nights and like maybe mix up like oh this night we're gonna do like some of the actors and some of the writing and some of this uh, and some of the technical slash like 
art department stuff, and then this one will do it uh, the other one, and like can really build towards like best picture or something. You know, like it doesn't have to be one evening. Um, mm-hmm. They could you could break it up into two. Uh, why not? You know, hell, wouldn't right. that mean more money because like more sponsors and more commercials and whatnot? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. more of everything. Not really. saying I know and it like, all, but I know a thing or two about a thing or two. Uh. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yo, we just bashed awards so hard right now, but we also came up with great ideas. So if y'all are hiring, we will pitch so many good ideas. We just want like a ten percent cut. It's fine, yeah. but like. I guess just, like, one last thing that I'll say, and then we can... Because we could talk this topic to death, yep. and I think we kind of have already. So, just one more thing that I'd like to say is that, you know, Oscar So White, like you were saying, was a few years ago, and they kind of did this bullshit thing where the next year they came back, and they're like, okay, colored people, you can come on into this. And then, slowly but surely, they ignored everything from that, and it went back to pretty much how it was, the only person of color nominated in all four acting acting categories was Cynthia Revo for Harriet. And that's ridiculous when you have a performance like Lupita Nyongos out there, when you From have us, yeah. a Jennifer Lopez out there for Hustlers, when you have like all all these different performances, you can't sit there and tell me there was only one person of color that was good enough. And that end, don't even get me started on the lack of women in directing because I will go hard. <laughs> it's not just about putting women and people of color out there for the sake of doing it. It is about opening up the perceptive, the per, opening up the perspective and opening up the pool to what is genuinely good movies, what are roles and performances and directors and writers that actually do deserve credit by and large. Not just because, like, oh, we got to give it to a lady, but, like, no. Like, if you just were a little more open to the idea of it, these voters could see that, like, there's a whole world out there of people that deserve recognition. Well, yeah. So that's, to me, what it's about. It's just about, like, opening it up and being a little more willing to give it to people that deserve and not just keep the narrow perspective of, like, the same winners every year. Exactly. And I I totally agree. Something needs to change. Um, because right now, it's hard to be, like, pumped about seeing movies if you know they're just going to kind of go to wasteland. I don't know. Yeah. Like, so, but Parasite won. Very cool. <laughs> uh, that's about it, really. Yep. And I know, like, we kind of glossed over a lot of different things. We're not going to go down each category. We're not going to talk about who deserves, who doesn't. It's obviously opinion. But, like, what we've said through a lot of this, a lot of things need to change. Things need to be updated. Things need to need to try something else because right now it's just every year I'm getting more and more annoyed at awards and, like, people are like, well, aren't you going to watch? Don't you love movies? It's like, I do. But also, that doesn't make me love or hate movie. You know, it's like, I like seeing movies. I don't need to see this whole pageantry of the awards, even though it's like, I like the concept of it, but right now it just feels so off. And yes. uh, I think it needs to be fixed and retooled. Yeah. And I think a lot of, um, the, the weird perception is like, oh, the ratings are going down for the ceremony. What can we do about the ceremony to change that? Yeah. And it's like, 
no, 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 no. It's not the ceremony. It's like the substance of the ceremony. That's what's getting to us. I wasn't tuning in to see weird performances. <laughs> like, I was tuning in because I like movies. And I, I think a lot more people would tune in if it was like really exciting, fresh movies that they like. Yep. Man, let's just, like, start an energy with the Because, man, we would crush it. Cats would win everything. They would sweep the awards. What would win everything? Cats. <laughs> <laughs> and J-Lo would win Best Supporting Actor. Uh, yes. And that's it. <laughs> yep. Parasite gets an honorable mention, but it's no cats. Let's be real. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Yeah. All right, Jess. Well, uh, like you said, we could talk about this, you know, to death. But I, I think um, all we can say to those out there is, yeah, read a little bit more about how the awards work. And maybe you'll notice that, like, yeah, things need to change. And not saying we need to start a petition, because it is funny how many people just start petitions for things, even though yeah. <laughs> it's not going to do anything. Um I don't know. Like you said, maybe like kind of like how the Independent Spirit Awards were started. Like, let's just change. Let's not watch. And maybe they'll start changing, you know. Uh, so we'll see. I don't know. Uh, like you said, I think a lot of the old guard needs to kind of step away so that new people can come in and uh, make it better. Yeah, I agree. All right, Jess. Well, where can uh, where can everyone find you on the social medias? On Instagram and Twitter, I am at J-E-S-S-K-W-A-Z-Z, Just Quaz. Tweet at me and let me know if you're one of the few people that saw Ford versus Ferrari, because I'm convinced <laughs> no one did. <laughs> Don't you understand, Jess, it has Christian Bale and Matt Damon. <laughs> Neither of which play Ford or Ferrari, just so you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at the pros T-H-E-P-R-O-Z-E. You can follow me on Instagram at Brandon Prosek. Um, uh, for those who are listening, if you're in the Chicago area, the next Brews and Bad Movies is going to be March 18th at the Music Box Theater. Um, uh, at the current date we're recording, we don't have the movie announced, but follow at Brews and Bad Movies, or follow at Entertainment Buffet on Instagram for updates on that and all the other shows that we do here in the Chicagoland area. And uh, yeah, please follow, like, subscribe to our podcast on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any of the places that you listen to podcasts. Um, yeah, check us out. And uh, like Jess said, please reach out to us personally or to the shows so that we can engage in some conversations on what do you think about award season? What are some awards that we didn't mention uh, that you think should be created? How would you fix them? Let's, like you said, let's just create our own. <laughs> yeah, ours would be fun. I can tell you that. For sure. All right, well, this has been a fun little breakaway from our top tens of the tens, but even though... It's a couple months into the 2020. We're going to keep doing top tens of the tens because why the fuck not? <laughs> yes. Let's be nostalgic. That is hot right now. <laughs> Nostalgia's trendy. That's what us All millennials right. do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nostalgia. All right. All right, bye. <laughs>
please welcome the wickedly talented one and only Adele Dazeen. The Academy Award for Best Picture. <laughs> La La Land. <laughs>